In this episode of the Lace Out Podcast, we talk about the Essendon COVID-19 scare, the doggies' aggression with the GWS, Dusty's gone missing and so have Richmond, a port the real deal, Melbourne get the bye, and the Gold Coast Suns shining brighter than ever. Hosted by Chris Pepper and Jamie Wallace, we bring you your football just how you like it each and every single week, Lace Out. Now, on with the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, listeners out there and people watching us live on YouTube, the world's greatest <laughs> AFL podcast is back with the hosts. You love us. Jamie and Pep Dog, welcome back. It's Lace Out. Mate, what a cracking week of football. Everybody's online. Thank you for joining us. Everybody's listening to us on the podcast tonight through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're, you're get your uh, Lace Out action I must admit, I have got the great man here with me again tonight. I can't do this show without him. The great man, Jamie Wallace. How are you, buddy? Turn the light on. A little bit dark to see you. There we go. How are we, buddy? Shit show here, Peps. Absolute clown (laughs) circus here. I've had, I literally had the downlight just flicker off about five minutes before we went live. I'll tell you what, I don't know what was more embarrassing just then. Um, You trying to figure out how to turn a light on in your house so we can actually see you and record. Or uh, what's happened in the last maybe five to six hours with this whole COVID-19 Essendon debacle? Hmm. Mate, so much to talk about. But once again, we are brought to you by Lace Out, the number one AFL podcast that you can listen to this side of the Westgate Bridge. More importantly, um, Melbourne came through, didn't lose, didn't win. Can't ask for much (laughs) more than that, I must admit, but... uh, Jeez, tell you what, lots to get through. Plenty of talking points out of the week. Uh, is there anything that you want to start on, J-Dog, before we get the ball rolling? Um, sure. Let's just talk about the biggest topic right now that's going around is the Essendon Football Club and Connor McKenna and COVID. Does he or does he not? Hold on, where the crickets? Oh, that's just as bad. <laughs> Uh, oh, what an absolute foobar this is turning into, isn't it? I think so. Oh, they're shocking. The AFL are absolutely shocking with this. So the last thing I heard is he had his second test, and that's come back negative. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance he may not have had it at all. Yeah, big time. I think he has – I just think that there's just been a complete stuff out – People on the chat are already saying that it's conspiracies. I don't think it's conspiracies. I just think something's gone wrong here. Something's definitely got wrong. What I can't understand is, and this is the, probably the biggest conspiracy to come out of it, is at one stage they said it was all the players that uh, might have been training. That they had the footage of him doing a bit of uh, a few snot rockets and a few um, loogies out the mouth. Went straight back into it. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, is that only one player tends to uh, <laughs> only one player tends to get done with him, but all the players are training with him. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. No, now, uh, he could be training with so many people, but only apparently one was uh, was going to be affected by it. Sniff test, and, fellas. Sniff test. And it's James Stewart. So. What's the what's the loss? There is no and that loss. maybe look, I don't know Essendon list that well, but I look at who the 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 defenders or the halfbackers it could have been. 
To yeah. lose James Stewart? Yeah. Mm. Is that really your Hurley's? Mm. Hooker? Mm. Sad? Mm. That's going to probably put a bit of a dent in it. Okay. Um, yeah. Just a quick, just a quick thing out there. Uh, I did get a haircut on the weekend, J Dog. I don't know if you got a haircut. We did not get two for one. Thank you very much, Lee Mac and Habibi, who have already joined us today on the chat. Getting stuck into us about our haircuts. It's okay. Don't worry. There's a couple of toe balls looking at you two. I know what you two look like, and yes, a couple of nude nuts. So don't go throwing stones in glass houses, gentlemen. Okay, there's plenty of hair right here and lots at the back as well. Uh, yeah, your, your, your hair's all right. My hair is is thinner, thinner than thinner than ice over a puddle. Well, it's winter's day. Look, I tell you what's thin at the moment is what the AFL are going to be doing. Um, I agree. I agree. So let's so let's just break this down. So I had a test, had uh, low levels, and all of a sudden, come Saturday, oh bang, he's 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 got it. He's got he's got the COVID. He's got- he's got it. <laughs> Um, it caused a bit of a, a bit of a stir and it came out, um, what time was it? Sort of four o'clock on a Saturday that an Essendon player tested positive and, um, yeah, what's going to happen, the repercussions and was he playing against Sydney and, and all of that. But then as we got to today at around four, the story came out that it may actually not be positive at all. Yeah. What thing do you I think? think- oh, look. I, I actually got into a little bit of trouble, funny enough, never actually do, but I did get into a little bit of trouble with a few Essendon supporters at the way that I uh, filmed a bit of a video on the weekend. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, check it out on the, the Lacebook Face Out page. Lacebook Face Out page. Oh, I can't even talk. Lace Out Facebook page. I, have a, I'm, I genuinely think that they were just scared to face Melbourne after our they- – yeah, Essendon was scared to face okay. Melbourne after our thumping one-point win against Carlton, and they were just intimidated. <laughs> it's as simple as that. And they knew Bell Chambers would have to go to Gorn, and that was just going to be an absolute debacle. And then you also knew that Parrish would have had to go against Clayton Oliver, which would have been another debacle. And so I think they just got scared. And so that they've run with this conspiracy, as you would say, and yep. uh, and that's what I'm going with. I just think that they were genuinely scared. I reckon they should have just put up the white flag. That would have been a lot easier. But they didn't decide to do that. They just decided to go along with this whole conspiracy theory. And it's just proven a couple of days later it might have been a farce. It could be the second time. It could be the second time that Essendon have been found guilty without any proof. Actual proof. <laughs> In the last five years. Well, that's 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 true. That's true. Um, so I suppose the big question that's coming out of this, Peps, um, as a supporter, is when does this makeup game going to happen? And what does it like? You said at the top of this whole conversation around only one player su- suspended yet he spent weeks at the club now, or only sorry a week at the club. Um, surely there must be. Just people looking at each other a bit sideways at Essendon Football Club right now, thinking, oh. "Am I? Have I got it? Am I? Am I going to be um, oh, isolated?" They're, they're always looking sideways, aren't they? Sideways, looking, you know, hearing the footsteps. Oh, I think that there's going to be some big questions asked. I think there's going to be some big questions asked on how he got it. They reckon he may have got it from a open house, 
I'm not too sure. Don't really care. Weird. It, I, don't, what? I don't know and I don't really care. But I think the thing is, is that this is, we knew it was going to happen. And we knew someone, you can't have a league full of so many players and thinking nothing was going to happen throughout the entire year. It just happened to be Essendon again. The only thing that could have made it worse if it was the Adelaide Football Club. Could you imagine if it was Adelaide? Oh. The difference is, is that they would have lost. They would have actually, Adelaide would have preferred that a, a half their team got it because the way they're performing, the twos probably would have done a better job than their, their number one team at the moment. Yep. They, they yep would, I agree. The Adelaide Crows, I want to get onto them shortly. They have, they are that bad, the Adelaide Crows. I don't think that they would be able to get a kick in Div 3 EDFL football at the moment. They are woeful. They are as bad as the Gold Coast Suns were two years ago. Oh, oh. I think they're worse. <laughs> they probably are. And then you get Shooter Rashudo coming out and bagging his players who left. In hindsight, yeah. they were right. I reckon Hugh Green was not sitting back going, I think I got that decision right now. Well, I did like the little uh, Twitter thing he sent to Rashudo post game. It was brilliant. He's sitting back at the moment just going, this is fantastic. Best decision I ever made. You yep. know what? Yeah. They're shocking. But just before we finish up on, on – get back to Adelaide. But before we finish up, it, you know, there's, there's a you – know, with this whole COVID thing, there's the, the talk going that they should never have played this, this season whatsoever. And you know what? I yep. totally – I probably would agree – the issue is there's just too much money involved. And unfortunately, because we're not like the NFL, which has independent owners, we've got one league overseeing everything mm. and one league who virtually has to prop up so many clubs. They had to play the games. We knew it was going to happen. But yep. the interesting thing is that they said at the start of the year that if there was anyone on any teams, it might be a 30-day a thirty day lockout period or a month out. Yeah, that was only a month ago he said that. It was that. only a month ago. It's amazing how times have changed again. It's yeah. amazing how they can change rules on the fly, but they can't change other rules when they need to, which need to be altered as well too. Uh, Justin Parker, Adelaide are not the new Gold Coast because the Gold Coast are winning. bit hard to be the new – can't be the Adelaide if you're, if you're winning, unfortunately. But, yeah, Gold Coast, I'll tell you what, I love them. I think the last couple of yeah. years we've spoken about it. We just wanted to gel. We just wanted to gel. Can I run? Can I just run? <laughs> can we just run through a few things here? All right. I just want to run through some names. All right. So you got Stewie Jew. You got Captain Stubing at the head of the love boat. And yeah. when he's got, and when he's got, he's got the crew of, you know, you got King, Raoul, which <laughs> lock up the, lock up the rising star after three rounds. Anderson, Ainsworth, Greenwood's come in. We'll just slide in a premiership play of Alice. Alice is probably sitting back now looking at what Richmond's doing and going, Jesus Christ, didn't I make the I'm getting more money and winning? Lacocious. And then they've got mm-hmm. McPherson who they put they who they've picked up uh, a number of years ago as a rookie and upgraded him. They are just ticking along nicely. Jared Harbrow, we spoke about him. He's he's been fantastic. Most games play for the club. And then being led by a guy, Jared Witz, who just discarded by Collingwood's gone up to the Gold Coast and has just rejuvenated his career and is, and it is probably in the top five Ruckman. He would be in the top five Ruckman at the league. He, they can't do anything wrong up there at the moment. 
And I think they play uh, they play Fremantle, I think, this week. Well, no, you play Fremantle this week. We play, no, we just played Fremantle. So they play Fremantle this week for the last game for the hub. They're probably going to win. They've got a chance to win three in a row, and they haven't done that since last year when they, when they won three out of their first four and then lost 19 straight. Yeah. So it's exciting times. Exciting yep. times up there. So oh, I, just can't, I just can't wait to watch more of them. Does a does this loss though speak more about Adelaide or how good Gold Coast are? Because Adelaide, we've identified their shit. I think we can say Adelaide, your shit. <laughs> you you might be the new. You're the shit killer. And remember what we said. I would stop calling Saint Kilda shit killer if they won on the weekend, but the pressure test came and they went to shit. So you're back to shit killer. But we'll get onto them later on. Yeah, yeah. Now Adelaide, there they are. They are woeful. There's, there's even, there's even talk going around that their captain is going to be dropped this week. Yes, I think if you put him up against Taylor uh, Charlie Dixon and put their two physiques, there's probably a couple other things he could drop. Maybe five to six kilos, because he does not look fit. <laughs> he does not look interested. You wouldn't yep. want to play. You tell you what, if you're a fringe player, perfect year for you to dominate. At the Adelaide Crows, you're going to get a contract extension on the back of just woefulness. And Matthew Nix must be sitting and going, shit, why didn't I go to bloody Gold Coast? He's gone yeah. to Adelaide, the biggest, the biggest football team in the state, and they're doing nothing. No, they are they're- saying they are nothing. They are nothing at the moment. Yeah. Mm. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Adelaide are in a world of pain. And um, from from what I can see, there's just they, – they, they did this big bloodletting last year, letting a lot of players walk, including their Ruckman, including a, a, a hard-bodied midfielder and being um, Hugh Greenwood. And now they've just got no, – like they're literally getting walked through from center clear. They don't win a center clearance. And if they ever get their ball, their hands on the ball first at the center, they just turn it over. They just, they're just deplorable. It, I know Port Adelaide was irrelevant in 2012, but geez, we gave some fight. These guys are just rolling over. Uh, they're shocking. They, they, are, they are really bad at the moment. They are really bad. I don't know how they're going to dig themselves out of it. I think the lowest they've ever finished in since they've been in the AFL has been 14th. Yeah. They're going. They're going to be bottom, guaranteed. Yeah, yep, for sure. And questions have got to be asked, Peps. This is a team that fell apart at the camp. That is going to become. You know how they talk about those moments in times for companies, and these big things that happen, and whether they go to the sky or they crash to the earth. Yep. It's going to be interesting looking back in this in 10 or 20 years' time and going, what happened to this club? Yeah, they've gone completely backwards. Three years ago, they played in the grand final. Yeah, three years. Mind you, it only took Melbourne to go from preliminary final to virtually last <laughs> in one <laughs> season. I think they've just said, the, we can beat that. But this, remember when Adelaide had that, that that run, they were the sexiest football team you've ever seen. You know what I think they, they need would, to do again? What's to, that? To bring some passion and some heat back into this club. What's that? 
I think that they need to go and get Nigel Smart back to the club and go firewalking again. <laughs> Maybe they might show some passion because Could. nothing ain't Could. working at the moment. Get the, get the coals out, stoke them up. Fellas, walk across that because you're not doing anything <laughs> on the footy field. And don't worry, I've just got, just got some, you know, some feedback from one of the listeners just to be careful about what we say on the podcast because we don't want to get ourselves in trouble and we understand that. Thank you very much. Uh, because as you know, Sam Newman got into some difficulties a number of uh, days ago and has been let go from Channel 9. I think the big difference is, is that people actually listen to Sammy's podcast, unlike ours, <laughs> and he had a million-dollar contract where uh, we don't. So I think we're just going to shoot it from the hip. Simple as that. Uh, but I appreciate the feedback, everybody. Yeah, the Texan is definitely in trouble. They're going to be. They're going to be last. Um, alrighty. If you want to talk about the other thing, who is the real deal? The real deal is simply this: Port Adelaide. You are real, and you are the deal. How good are you travelling right now? Pretty happy with the um, with the turnaround. I'm not going to lie. Much, there has been some. I have to ask you a question: Is there much room in your shorts right now? <laughs> There's always room. Are you? Are you? Is it raised Tent City twenty four seven right now? Well, it's not, it's it's too early, Peps. Bullshit! The like, lid's off. Lid's off, mate. Lid's off. The lid's off for you, but for me, I've seen this club win the first four or five and be leading the competition by round seven by two games, and then all of a sudden miss finals. Okay, so. I'm 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 just keeping the lid on and think about who we have played and it's only been Frio, Adelaide, and then Gold Coast in the first round. We managed to get them, but hey, it doesn't matter, mate. You take the wins as they come. Yeah, but okay, I mean, we played Frio and Adelaide. Smoke now, if and you got them. You and I are thinking. You and I are thinking probably they're they're both bottom four teams. Doesn't matter because you know who was a bottom four team last week. Who's looking at a million bucks this week? Is the uh, da 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 We are the Navy Blues. We are the old star Navy Blues. Can I just say, you're 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 a massive hit. Too bad about the young bloke twanging the hammy. He's going to be out for a while. He'll be out for a while. But you've got something special there. You have got something special down at Port. Who got this week? Your Brisbane this week? Uh, no, this week we've got West Coast. So it's a good test. It's, ah, West Coast. Oh, they, they, they could be in the fry pan. That's how bad they're going. But I will say, for the people who are listening to this right now, leave a comment either on our Facebook page or in the chat. If you watched the last quarter of the Geelong-Carlton game and you were not cheering home Carlton... There's something wrong with you. There is something wrong with each and every one of you. 42 points down, and they've come home like a house on fire. They were flying, and to see Carlton get across the line, it was magnificent. Magnificent. I've got a a confession, Peps. Yeah. I went to bed at three-quarter time. Oh, you idiot. I turned it off because I'm like, they're 37 points up. Even even on a bad Carlton day, they can't lose it from here. And then I woke up in the morning, flicked the AFL app, gave it a bit of a flick, 
And I'm like, Jesus, what has happened here? I can tell you now, right? Here's, here's two things in, in, in that's happened so far this year. First and foremost, if Melbourne are up by more than 15 goals in a game, they still can lose it. All right? Guarantee you that. Second of all, the way that that game was being played, if you're six or seven goals behind and the way it just seems to be a lot more attacking football these days, you're still in it. Before the game, they were saying, Eddie Betts, it was great to get him back, you know, yay, get a few more memberships, et cetera, a few more people through the door. He has paid that club off. He started them beautifully and finished them off beautifully. If anyone can see the last two minutes of the game, oh, it would have been set up the kick, followed it up, gets the tackle, kicks it off, ends up getting the last kick of the day. He's cheering his up. His shorts are around his knees. He looked like if he had the, the pulled up socks, he would look like Payne Stewart. He was fantastic. Exactly what they got got him there for. And if an old bloke can be running around doing that, the young players should be sitting going, you know what, if he can do it, we can do it. And it was just really good to see see them get a win. They deserved it. They deserved Eddie it. Be, Eddie should be what every forward pocket player should have on their wall. Oh. If you to be an AFL player, look at Eddie Betts. It's not about the goals. It's about the chase, the tackle, the pressure, the the, the getting off the ground and, and putting another tackle on. He is relentless in that forward 50. I'll ask you a question. All right. You got to pick one of these three. Mm-hmm. Who would you have picked? Stephen Milne? Feral? Or Eddie Betts? Actually, if you if you can't pick one, which order would you put them in? Well, I can't pick one because I've seen I've seen all three turn the game in ten minutes. Um, I'm going to go Eddie Betts, yep. number one, two Cyril, three Milne, um, and that's only because Cyril and Eddie we kick more goals. Right, my order. Milne, Theroux, mm-hmm. and Eddie. Milne kicked more goals. Yep. But Cyril would do it in finals. Simple as that. All right? Yeah. And unfortunately, Betts hasn't played enough finals football to shine at that level. But he's the only one still around. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe because I don't. Maybe because I hated St. Kira at that time, I just didn't appreciate them enough. But I mean, Lenny Hayes got a got a got a. Oh, got don't a, start with the good got, bloke syndrome again. Yeah, he's he's in he's in the in the team. Do you know who's not? You know who didn't get the good bloke syndrome? Mitch McGovern. <laughs> he's not in the good blokes list. Not at all. Not at all. He tried he uh, tried to push it by putting someone through the fence, which he got a week for last year. Didn't get yep. it this year as well, too. Um, all righty. Who's in a worse spot at the moment? The Tigers or West Coast? Oh, that's gonna that's a good question because I had a question for you that's sort of around the Tigers. All right, well, um, throw it at me. I, I will answer your question and I'm going to ask you my question. Okay. I am going to say the Tigers are in a worse spot right now. And my question back to you is, 
are the Tigers missing the crowds? Is that the biggest team that's been affected by no crowds? Ooh, okay, so I'd say the Tigers are worse. Mm-hmm. I think I think definitely if you're playing in front of sixty thousand every week, you definitely feed off that. They just don't look hungry. They just look like it's just going to happen. Yep. Turn up, win. You know, we, we said last week that I don't know how I did not know how Hawthorne were going to beat Richmond based on what we saw the week before against Geelong. Yeah. Came out and pantsed them. First quarter, done. Pants game over. Them. Game over. That's when you should have gone to bed. Pants them <laughs> beautifully. Richmond just looked under pressure, couldn't get the ball out of their back line. Tom Lynch is missing goals from 15 metres out. Oh, no. Oh, mate, I'll tell you what. Now, if you, if you, how do I go with the question, question from the uh, audience? How did I go with the EK crowds? I love the EK East Kilo crowds, and they loved me. When they saw that number six just flying down the wing, it just, it was like Khalees. It brought the milkshakes to the yard. It was as simple as that. <laughs> um, and Justin Parker, who's on the chat with me, you played some football with me. You just tell them what it was like to play with a great man in the number six jumper. Uh, West Coast have got an excuse because they're away. Yeah. Right? They are away. Uh, they are living up in there. It's not hard for them, but they still don't look like they're, they're traveling all that well at all. No. But the Tigers just look awful. Now, there was a rumor going around because Dusty didn't play on the weekend. Now, it was like, well, hold on. How's Dusty? How have they gone with, without Dusty playing? And I think it's five and two when Dusty doesn't play. So it's still okay, right? But there was a bit of a rumour going around that he wasn't actually injured at all. You know ah. this? The rumour was that it was something to do with a pay dispute. As in a game day payment? Uh, not a game day. With his contract and all that sort of stuff and what's been going on, et cetera. You know, dropping, dropping the wages and all that sort of stuff. Okay. That there's been a bit of a, you know, right. crack the uh, SH1TSs and hasn't played on the weekend. Now, that's a rumour, unsubstantiated, and I didn't make it up. But I read that today and went, couldn't be, could he? Couldn't do that. I, th- I think as part of the player agreements and the contracts that everyone had signed saying that they are willing to take a cut if it was asked. Yeah, but maybe they, maybe they wanted more because he's on the big bucks. You, you sign him up for a million dollars a year. Yeah, 1.2, isn't it? 1.3? It's big cash, mate. Cash here, here, cash. Where, Dusty? Here. It's big cash to wow. win someone. So that was the rumor, but I don't believe it. But they, they're not, they're not traveling well at all. And you no. know, all, all the ones that set them alight last year are not, are not doing anything. Now Sydney Stack's not doing anything. Uh, by the way, is um, oh, I've gone blank. The guy who played one game last year and played in a flag. Yep, I know you're talking about. What's his name? Uh, Marlon Pickett. Yep. No, yeah, is that him? He's played three games this year. Did you know that? Yeah. He he he's he he has done nothing. <laughs> he's done absolutely <laughs> nothing. All right, you've got a premiership to your name. What? That's it. Put the queue in the rack. He's done nothing. There's the small mosquito fleet are doing nothing. Presti has done nothing. Caddy Spud. 
They might have to get Rance back if they can get him out of the church. Um, <laughs> Jack Rewalt couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat at the moment. Lynch yep. is just uh, taking his pay packet. They are a far cry from what they were the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And, make, and, and, and what makes me laugh is that Pickett is a life member of the Richmond Football Club. Because they have that rule that if you play in a premiership team, good point on the chat there, Habibi. If you play in a premiership team, you become a life member. Yep. At, our, at East Keeler, you have to play 300 games to become a life member. I think most clubs have about 300, the yeah. 300 mark, yeah. don't they? Yeah, he played one. Well, they make the rules. Oh, I know, it's just a stupid rule. It's a stupid yep. rule. It's a stupid yeah. rule. You know? They are... Struggling big time. Um, the the Tigers they just they just seem just not interested. Just not just you know how last season and the season oh the last three seasons really they would do it's the small things they would do. It'd be a knock on. Yep. It would be uh, a tap to advantage or a kick off the ground. It's just the ball was always moving and always seemed to bobble up in front of a player who's running to the forward fifty. This season it just seems to be a little bit disconnected. They don't have anything. But you have to consider that there's going to be some disconnection because the teams can't even train together at the moment. They're training in patches, 10 and 10. They're not even getting – they can't do full ground drills. There's no cohesiveness. After Conor McGregor slash Conor McKenna, sounds like (laughs) the guy out of um, Highlander, Conor McKenna, um, they've brought it down that there's no uh, contact training for four weeks. Like it's seriously turning yeah. into netball at the moment. <laughs> it's t- so no wonder why there's no cohesion out on the ground because they can't practice any cohesion. So, you know, yeah. supporters out there, if your team's not going too well on the weekend, please take into consideration they're probably, A, not that good, but they can't do anything with each other at the moment. So what you're doing at the moment and what Gold Coast – how is it? Gold Coast can't train with each other and look at the performances. Maybe that's what they should have been doing when they first started, just not train with each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do have to bring somebody up, and I've been reminded of him again, and I've probably got to eat a little bit of humble pie on this one. Chad Wingard, last Thursday night, he was special. Now, I know you're not a big fan because he, he, he left your, your club, but he was all right yeah. on Friday. He was all right on Thursday night. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. He was all right. One good game. I think he's he's still a long way from where he was a number of years ago. But he did a bit miss. of a cameo. He's not a leading man, not not yet. He's not going to get the he's not going to get the full blown role. He's not going to get his his name at the top of the movie movie poster just yet. But he's he's doing his job or his role at the moment. I just hopefully play some more consistent footy, and you know, hopefully you'll probably sit back and uh, I didn't want to get rid of him. Yeah, no. Pack- okay, not too bad. No, don't you? No loss. Hawthorne fans, yeah. when he starts, uh, when he starts the prima donnas, yeah. he starts throwing his hands back and wanting the ball perfectly, yeah. and, and everyone's touching him, and, and he yeah. felt a hand back, and he should have got a free kick. Come back and tell me. Oh, then he does that. Does he? Does it, it? Does a bit of the look at me, look at me's, throws him uh, out just, in the air. Yeah, bit prima, bit prima donna, bit of bit of a. Oh, he's got tats. He's a bit of look at me, look at me. 
he'll do the Okay, he'll do, you just, he'll you do just, the one. You just watch. Who, 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 do they, who do they play this week? Who's Hawthorne play this week? Let's check the schedule. Uh, this week they have got, um, I think they've got a flyaway game this week, don't they? Well, they've got a flyaway. Do, do, do. No, do, sorry, do. got that wrong. Oh, they've Hawks got North this week. North. He will go missing against North. You know why? Because North like it hard and he doesn't <laughs> like the hard ball at all. Some well, of us love the hard ball. He doesn't. Why? Because he has tats. That's, actually, that's a cracking match on, on Sunday. That won't be a cracking match. Yeah, it will be. No, it won't. Kangaroos by the length of the Flemington Strait. All right. I will punch up. So back on Richmond, oh. what are we thinking? What are we thinking? Uh, well, uh, there's 17 games this season. We've mm-hmm. already had three. Mm-hmm. They're not too flash. And if they don't do something in the next couple of weeks, um, they they could be far from missing the eight altogether. Something has to yep. click, and they haven't got the luxury of playing any you know makeup games. It's seventeen games, and that's it. So if they don't do yep. anything, you know what? They will be the Tigers of old. They'll probably sack the coach. Yep. Yep. And. Um, I suppose some of the things that I suppose are very un-Richmond like uh, is their effectiveness inside of fifty was down compared to um, compared to Hawthorne. So they were going at forty-one percent. I think Richmond traditionally are around sort of the fifty-seven to fifty-eight in the last few seasons. Yep. So they're not scoring when they go into their forward fifty as once they did. Um, and their disposal efficiency was around 70%. So I think they usually go about a couple of percent higher usually. Um, so they're just, they're not far off peps, but they're just not quite the Richmond that we've been used to the last three Mate, seasons. Look, they, they beat Carlton in round one. And you've got to remember that they were out by quite a fair margin. And then Carlton clawed their way back. They yep. drew in probably one of the worst games of football you'll ever see, scored 36 mm-hmm. points. And then last week, they've come out and kicked 39 points. So they've kicked 10 goals in yep. two weeks. When was the last time you saw Richmond you know, score that little over a couple of weeks, considering the firepower that they have? They've got a they're outside. They're sitting ninth at the moment with a percentage of 95.7. When was the last time you saw a percentage of a team like Richmond that low? It's been a yep. long time, a long it, time. It was just a weird game for them. I'm, I'm not going to jump off just yet, but it is a weird, that was a weird game because they're way down on a lot of those game day stats that they pride themselves on, like hit outs and clearances and whatnot. So I'm just going to chalk it down to a bit of a, a bit of an anomaly against the rampaging Hawks team. And I believe they will be better. Well, one thing, well, I'll tell you what, one thing you want to keep your head, head above water with this one is, is that they're playing um, the Saints this weekend. So there's going to be a nice litmus test for them because the Saints didn't have a great weekend on, on, on the weekend, duh. didn't have a great game on the weekend, and they're going to be looking out for, for getting a, getting back on the scoreboard. So I tell you what, Richmond, if you want to um, potentially uh, go draw, loss, loss, you will definitely want to play the Saints a lot better than what you've done over the last couple of weeks, my friends. Excellent. All right. What else do you want to talk about today, Well, Pips? I also have to ask you about, did the GWS – Get it wrong by trying to scruff up the doggies on Friday night. 
mm. with all the pushing and what does that even achieve? The push and the shove. It's the intimidation it, factor. If you go near the ball, we're going to smash your head. Oh, bullshit. Smash your <laughs> head. Are you serious? They can't even. There's 1,400 cameras at a game these days. You can't even blow your nose without something happening. We saw that with Conor McGregor during the week. Threw out a few snot rockets and it ends up going around the world that he's set the league on fire with his COVID. Push and shove <laughs> doesn't do anything. It's just a waste of time. Complete waste of time. It didn't do anything. I reckon it just made the made the doggies more angry. Now, mind you, they were they didn't have Green, they didn't have uh, Kelly Himmelberg, Cameron, and Finlayson. They, you know, the three amigos down front kicked two goals between them. Yeah, they tried throwing them off. You just play football for goodness sakes, mind you. They have got a really good little rivalry going, haven't they? Since that since that preliminary final, which is one of the greatest games I have ever seen. Yeah. They, they just tried to throw it. It didn't work. Yeah. They didn't work. They were, it was okay when they were in, you know, in bunches, but as soon as they had to get one-on-one and the tough stuff started to happen, the doggies just overran them. And how was Bontempelli? He copped it left, right, and center, didn't retaliate, just did what he had to do, and he walks off the ground with a smile across his face and four points against his name. I'd yep. be embarrassed. Yeah, he was good. They are an embarrassment, GWS. They've oh, got, they have got they have got an abundance of riches when it comes to their team. We've spoken about this for three years. No. And they still can't get it right. Oh, yeah. No, they can't get it right, mate. Doggies they, they are pretty good. Though. Mate, they had a couple of people out. Like, let's, not, let's not say they didn't have five or six out. They had a few out. I get that. But they still had enough class to beat most teams they yeah. just they, they almost feel like a little bit of Richmond that it's just going to happen. Yeah. The, the doggies also got a fair ride of the umpires. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and they, they had the crowd on their side too, didn't they? Well, they got 26 free kicks compared to 16. That's 10 extra. Yeah, but, if you're, yeah, but see, this is, this is where it's... Jamie, don't get ever sucked into the free kick count, all right? If you're first to the ball, okay, you're going to get... You are going to get more free kicks. If you are first to the ball, you're leading to the ball, you're putting your head over the ball, three things you've never done on a football field ever, <laughs> you're going to get more free kicks. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Okay? So every time, hear, every time I hear, oh, the free kick count should be even, no. If you get to the ball before the opposition, you're probably going to get more free kicks. It's just how uh, it works, all right? And the whole coin toss thing. Example, Peps. The, ho- the whole coin toss thing. What a wank. Do you reckon the Bont's going, oh, my God, I broke this guy's, I broke this guy's larynx. It's like Ricky Disney. I ruptured my spleen. I broke my larynx. Yeah, that was, that was a bit of a storm in a teacup, wasn't it? Oh, the media have got no idea, mate. If you want to go on, you know, for the people out there who've got their KO subscription, you have a look over when AFL 360 was on, when there was no football being played whatsoever. They milked, they were they were rehydrating powdered milk to get something to to feed on because there was nothing to talk about. Okay? Yeah. At all. Yeah. 
Okay. Stop um, on a teacup. Bont couldn't care less. He let his skills. Mind you, he's, he has got the best schnoz in football. It's not bad. That's a big honker. It's, it's almost <laughs> Goldstein-like. Oh, dear. Unbelievable. Hey, um, no, nah, look, I don't know. I just thought that it was a good game. You're always going to get dodgy umpires. We get that. But don't let the umpires win the game for you. Put your head over the ball. Get the first of the ball. Work harder. You'll win more games than you lose. And unfortunately, GWS are like Richmond. They're just not working hard enough for each other. Adelaide is another team. Um, I just I just want to let you know that um, with with my free kick example, I'm referencing the 2016 grand final when the Dogs beat Sydney. Umpires gave him a ride the whole season. Oh. We all know it. We all know it, Peps. <laughs> do we care? Do we, do we have any dogs dog supporters watching? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, know either. We, they might not be able to afford internet. <laughs> no, the western well, suburbs are the luxury suburbs. Oh, well, it depends on where you go. True. Which All right. Um, said I had a question. Terrible. Completely. I forgot my question. Oh, that's right. I was just going to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, now with the changes with the contact in training and avoiding yep. contact yep. in training, mm-hmm. I know some people are angry about it, but that sounds like the ideal training for me. <laughs> <laughs> It makes you want just, to. It makes you want to put your hand up for the draft. I'd almost, if they had that on for a whole season for next year as well, I'd almost consider it. <laughs> just no contact whatsoever. Don't, don't touch me. You'd, you'd want that rule extended to game day. Yeah, all the time. Just don't touch me. <laughs> just don't touch. Can't touch this. <laughs> just don't touch. Actually, do what you've done. I'd walk up to like oh, wherever I'm positioned cold. on the field, the wing. I'm probably gonna put on the wing because that's that's where everyone. That's where it's where the. You know, no, don't say it. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go up to my position, and I'll be like this. I'll be like, just don't touch me. I'm not going to touch you. Don't you touch me. Ugh. We're going to just run up and down the forward fifties, up and down. That's all we're going to do all game. Wow, wow! It was said to me by a leading AFL umpire. There was no way the Bulldogs were going to lose that game. Are we talking Who? about? Oh, someone on the someone on the chat has written that. Um. And I'm not too okay. sure whether that person is willing to name the umpire. But once again, uh, they could have used that ruling in the 2000 grand final. The Melbourne may have won that one as well too, so I'm not too sure. <laughs> yep, Mac. Yep, so I'm just going to go and get the dustpan and broom to sweep up all the names Lee Mac has dropped once again. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just going to now start talking. I'm going to make your mates my mates. Lee, thank you. Exactly. My, thank you, Lee. Thank you. We all know it. <laughs> thank you. It was a great day. It was a great day. It was a, it was a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. Uh, all righty. Um, Melbourne had a practice match on the weekend. Yes. Can you, can you believe that we only won by a goal? <laughs> So they had the first, they had like basically the best twenty two versus everybody else, and um, yeah, we won by a goal. So we, we even had the opportunity to lose an intra club. That's how that's how well we're going at the moment. But once again, I said it. I was just guessing them were scared. They were scared. They were scared. Um, Didn't want to play as, outdoors. As, as the 
one of the only people I know who barracks for Melbourne yeah, or mate. probably care to know. Um, <laughs> the, the, the What was it like not having your team play? Like the big gap in the Sunday, just oh, one minute mate. you're there and then next minute it's gone. I was a lot less nervous. <laughs> really? Oh, you know what I'm like when I, when I before a game. Like, ro- like Robocop in that chair. I'm all over the joint. I can't. I can't sit still. I get too nervy. Yeah. I get too fired up. Um, I was just disappointed. I was just really disappointed. Yeah. Uh, big Trev Compromise. was. Big Trev was over, and I said, "Hey, mate, do you know the Melbourne's been cancelled?" He goes, what, what, "What? What do you mean?" I said, "Oh, Essendon, one of the players." Oh, what are you going to do? That's what. What can you do? But then, what? Um, what peeved me off probably more than anything. Well, some of the scenarios that they were putting together over the last couple of days about what they were going to do with it. Yeah. And when they started, um, one of the things that they said was, well, Melbourne will play Essendon in a few weeks' time, make it up, et cetera. But um, what's his name? Uh, who was playing him? Geelong was playing him, I think, this week. They would have played, the t- they would have played them with the, um, um, what's this, uh, with the restricted players not being able to be there. Okay. Yeah. What it should have happened was if they had players removed, Melbourne should have played them. Right. So why should why should Melbourne have to play against a full strength Essendon and Geelong get the easy run? We should have played them. Simple as that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. But it wasn't going to happen. I think I was just a bit peeved when I heard that. I was like, well, hold on a second. So our schedule's stuffed up. We have to try and slot in a game in the middle of a week because some other team is stuffed up. And another team gets the benefit of not having to play against their full strength lineup, but we have to wait until their full strength. Nah, that's that was what I was a bit peeved with. Yeah, when that started yeah. getting thrown around, because we're we're we you know we don't get to play a game for for two weeks now, and yeah. we're playing Geelong at the G this week. Well, lucky you've got the best fitness man in the league. Oh, we have. <laughs> don't you laugh, mate? Don't you laugh? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, don't you? I just love one of the comments in our chat there, fired up in the long sleeves. That is... <laughs> Why are you in the long sleeves? Oh, I just mate, don't understand. Just like I told you, wore the long sleeves, hid the rig, let the skills do the talking. I just laced don't out. think you had... It's I just think out. that you... I played many it's... games with Parker, and he'll tell you. He got to see, he got to see... You got to see all this firsthand. I just think it's 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 um there's too much uh, going on for that long sleeve to to conceal. Like you'd almost look like the Michelin Man or something. Like a stocking full of walnuts, mate. <laughs> I just think you used to wear the long sleeve just so when you drop the chest mark, you'd always have an excuse. Ah, oh, the bloody long sleeves have got me again. No, nah, mate. Slid off. Never, kids. never, never, never took them out in the hands, mate. Took them out in the hands. It's out in the hands. Ah, uh, that were the days. That were the days. Oh, dear. dear. Um, uh, Collingwood, do we need to mention anything about Collingwood? Um, How are they going at the moment? Had a nice little 44-point win. Yeah, Collingwood uh, Collingwood are probably, I'd say they're probably the, the more form team than Port. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, you reckon? I, so they've played, they've played better. Did you see the game the week before? When they yeah. played Richmond? Probably forget yeah. that one. 
They played St Kilda on the weekend. St Kilda. Just when they thought all the recruits were going to do it for them. No. It's enough. A 44-point <laughs> victory. Can't argue with that, I must admit. I almost said, I said 10 Pendlebury, goals. I'd, I'd almost go to say, and I don't really want to say this because he has got a basketball background, if you don't know, but Pendlebury could be the best Collingwood player I think I may have ever seen. And I don't like saying that, but he just doesn't seem to get slower. He just just seems to just tick along. Nothing changes. He's just silk. He's just class. He's he's got a basketball background. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, people. But apparently he's got a basketball background. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. I heard heard that as one of the facts. So researched really, really in depth about him. And yeah, he he could have played basketball for Australia, but he decided to play football. Uh, is that why he has good peripheral vision? Oh, I just don't know. He's sidestep, he's balking, he's, he's, he's dummy, he's just everything. He's just, I don't know. Like I said, it, it makes a little bit more sense now. Yeah, news to me. I've never heard about that before. Um, um, yeah. yeah, probably. I mean, I can't think of another player who would go close. Bucks, maybe. Uh, Bucks. maybe. But no different players. Oh, Buck, no, Buck, Buckley was a gun. Let me, let me say that. Probably just a complete. Dacos. Probably mm. as well too. He was special. Oh no, he was special. He Mick McGowan. Mm, no, only for that one cameo for me. It's that one cameo through the Carlton uh, half back to half what, forward. The, the Carlton witches hats. He took yep. that out of the middle. Seven bounces. No, it's out of the middle, wasn't that's right? Seven I remember bounces. the um, I remember the I remember the footy show skit still on. Or do you remember where he was like? Bouncing the ball through France and yeah. then through like <laughs> yes. I still Moore, remember Moore, all yes. Did win a Brownlow at the D's. Yep. 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 Was yep. a great player for the D's as well, too. So you. um yeah. And was the best. No, nah, he's good. He's good. I don't usually say that about Collingwood, but yeah, he's good. He's good. Um Rightio. Uh before I think I don't there's much more on my my sheet here. By the way, you've got Charlie uh Charlie Dixon, mm-hmm. he's beast mode. He's big. I can't believe Westoff has played 271 games for your mob. Yeah, yep. He's a, he's a machine. Rene Kink, he, was, he lost five grand finals, didn't he? <laughs> lost <laughs> five, know. lost five. Jeez, that's stiff. Gavin Brown, um, hmm, not really. I think he did his worst, best work at quarter time of the uh, – 1990 grand final, Gavin Brown. Peter Moore, yeah, King, Gavin Brown. Uh, Maybe Darren Mullane, just an absolute tough nut. <laughs> Brian Taylor. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey I what, know. What, what? Kappa. Kappa. Who? Wasn't, did, didn't, didn't Warwick play a season for Collingwood when he was clapped out? Listen, is this going to be the last time Jamie ever comes on this on this show Dermy played for Collingwood. Sorry, it's my, it's my AD Warwick, icon. Warwick Sorry, Kappa. Warwick Kappa. Gavin Krasiska. Oh, mate, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel now. You just, they just see who we can get. Um, it was Dermy. I just had the hair. He had the hair back. Sexy nails. Baby, how you do it? Feeling good yourself. Uh, all righty. Now, listen, before we before we wrap up another gorgeous um Gorgeous episode of uh, Lace Out. Listener questions. Pump those listener questions through. Like I said, throw them on the Facebook page. Throw them on Twitter. 
send them through to us, please. Because if you ask it, we'll read it out. It's as simple as that. Aaron James, interesting. Okay, maybe uh, you could even go, who's the guy who looks like Kieran Knightley again? Darcy Moore. Darcy Moore. He's, uh, he's, he's all right. What am I looking at here? No, we're just saying Darcy Moore. He's another gun Collingwood player. Like I said, he could be Kieran Knightley's stunt double. Especially when he gets that head bent and those hair, that hair flowing. Uh, no, I was just saying that. Listen to questions. If you have any listener questions, send them through. We will answer them. It's simple as that. We'll put our own beautiful spin on it. Peps, J-Dog, just how you like your football, lace out. Um, rightio. Before we wrap up, um, Jamie, you had a great week on the tips. I, remember the, I didn't get close the first three games at all after mm-hmm. what happened. But um, yep. I think we both came through quite nicely. Tipped out. We'll be back again tomorrow night, so stay tuned for that. Our tips, the way you like it, tipped out. You going to do the theme song or me? Uh, you can do it. It's tipped out with Lisa out. Our tips every week. It'll be over tomorrow night once the teams are read out. Rightio, mate, anything that you need to finish on with or anything that you want to cover off before, anything that's got you excited, anything that you want to wrap up before we uh, – Put this bad boy to bed. Um, any final questions that I had for you and the podcast? No, I don't think there is. No. So no, if, who, who would you who would you be putting at this particular moment in time? I know it's only three games. As oh, you're... I've actually got Peps. I forgot to talk about this particular subject. It's like on my list. I just forgot it. Okay. I was going to ask you who would be your premiership favorite at the moment or the two teams to, to possibly play off, play off in the grand final. Who would you put in as we speak? I think it'd be your mob and Collingwood. Mm-hmm. That's who I'd be going at the moment. I would be, yeah, probably at the moment. I mean, that's what you could call it on. But related to the grand final. Yep. South Australian teams and WA teams are looking at having um, yes. their stadium full and half full Jeez. in the next few weeks. You've done the old Steve Jobs. Oh, and one more thing. Yes. They reckon that they could get 60,000 at Optus Stadium uh, middle of next month. Yeah, amazing. It would be fantastic. Imagine the, imagine the free kick count then. Yep. <laughs> so, imagine, so then let's roll it forward. Yep. If the grand final is to be played. Yep. Do we want it played in uh, the COVID state of Victoria? Yep. Or mm-hmm. would we want that played for the first time in its X amount of years, 100 plus Great years of football? Question. Great question. Yep. What else? Uh, I never thought I'd actually say this, but if, if you can get a crowd to Perth mm-hmm. and you can't get one at the MCG, this is a year of experimentation. I would have no hesitation playing that game at Optus Stadium except for one reason and one reason only. What's that? If Melbourne make it. So basically that grand final will have no problem being played over in Perth. <laughs> whatsoever. I, I, no, well, look, why not? If the opportunity is there to try something different, do it. Yeah. What have you got to lose, AFL? You've, you've changed everything else up. Changed that as well. 
Okay. Yeah. Pies versus Hawks, Geelong versus North. A couple of the uh, the viewers are coming through on the chat now, so it's good to see that uh, their dreams are just as big as ours. Rightio, J-Dog. I think that's it for another week of Lace Out. Thank you, everybody who contributed to the show. Like I said, you're part of the show now. You're not just names on a chat board. You are part of the Lace Out podcast. We're here every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Get on. Be part of the show. It's with me, Peps. You've got J-Dog. Jamie, how do you love your football, mate? Like it Lace Out, but... Oh, yes. Listeners, if you've got a question for us during the week or you're just sitting there watching the game, if you send a question to us on Facebook, someone will reply and we will also answer. If you want to save that question, and we will answer it on the podcast. It's, it's as, as simple, simple as, as that. that. You ask, we answer. You might not like it. You might love it. You might love Jamie. You might love me. It doesn't really matter. Be part of it. I'll continue to walk around the lake taking photos and taking selfies. I know you love that. But more importantly, we do this every single week. Hey, leave a leave – a, it's a simple – hey, here's another one for you. If you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, we'll read that out as well. Like I said, we're all one big happy family here at Lace Out because it's, like, it's how we love our football. Have a great week. Go Dees if they get to play again this week. And stay tuned tomorrow night. Tipped out with Lace Out. Our tips every week. Have a great week, everybody. See everyone. Thanks for listening to our latest episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. I'm your host, Chris Pepper, and with Jamie Wallace, we give you your footy how you want it. Ice out. <laughs>